tie that. Put you onto some keys, bro. I don't know uh, what the culture is around it for men, but like bonnets, bro. I might start rocking bonnets because I look even using one of Chi-Chi's. Way better than the do right. I feel like I'm one of them niggas that could pull off a bonnet, no cap. But I don't think anyone can. Like a man, I don't know. We'll see. You never seen the style. You, you don't see the vision. <laughs> we look like Paulo Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, All welcome right. to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the motherfucking most true golfer, and it's your favorite co-host, aka the Boy Wonder, aka El Nino. Oh, is that him as a offer? Yes, sir. Back at it again with another episode of the pod. <laughs> and guess what? This episode is not. This episode, we're going to do a little bit different format, and I don't mean it in a negative aspect or negative way, truly, or in the same sense of the last 20 weeks of me saying it's going to be a little bit shorter than it never was. Yeah, you got to stop saying this. This is is going to be, this one is going to be a little bit different because we have a few topics, of course, that we're going to run down and we're going to talk about because of the state of our country, of course, but um, one thing I wanted us to do this episode was dive into two main questions that I had just picked up during the week that I mm-hmm. thought would be something I'd love for us to discuss on this week's main pod. So bear with us. That so being there, said, there are gonna, this might be, honestly, this might be longer, just from what I'm kind of thinking, but we'll see. I hope y'all are going to enjoy it regardless, because it's never going to be as long as it was combined with sports space, we'll or if it is, who knows. For sure. But first things first, how was your past week, my boy? My past week has been really really normal (laughs) i'm not gonna lie nothing too crazy has happened however um some things that did happen and i feel like again this might be a moment of vulnerability and to open up to the people i've kind of realized that like many others in this moment of the pandemic and like life and like everything with jobs and unemployment and like unemployment insurance and this this that and the third without long story short without going too much in my personal case because again some things are personal removed from the podcast that i don't want to talk about mm-hmm. i've learned that some level of self-sufficiency regardless of how expected certain outcomes might be is always important because you don't want to be you don't want to have to depend on anything else and i'm really happy that something in life happened that kind of kicked me in the butt to make me remember who I am. And that being said, I remembered that I'm that nigga, you know? And being that guy, you know, you take care of yourself and you do what you have to do to see life unfold in the ways that you needed to. And so I was happy for that because, A, I was able to get back on my grind and just being me and doing what I do, working, getting after it. And at the same time, a byproduct of me getting after it's always me educating myself because I'm learning about current things that are going on in the world and things like that, which have led me to some very interesting things that I'm going to be taking part in today. But I'll talk about a little bit later into the podcast because there's actually a reference point that I think is going to be important for that conversation. So without saying too much more, my week has been good. It's been formative. It's been challenging, but it's been me. And I just remembered a story of me getting profiled trying to play some basketball, but I don't know if that's here or there anymore for this segment of the podcast, but that might be funny to come back to later at some point. No, we'll keep it in upper spirits, but I mean, definitely the story won't like ruin details, but definitely goes into the van of just like living in nice suburban neighborhoods in the South, unfortunately. Well, not certain communities have never seen a handsome young black man in a do rag (laughs) (laughs) trying to shield their kids from. They try to protect their kids from hip hop, but um, (laughs) (laughs) like their parents did before them. But um, they could end up like Tupac, dude. My past week has been outstanding, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. I had some good developments in my personal life. Shouts out, but obviously we keep things private that need Mm -hmm. to be private. But um, definitely Mm -hmm. happy at the moment. Definitely seeing. I am seeing in a scary way a little bit like we've talked about this and we've had a lot of these moments it feels like in mm-hmm. the last like year or two but it's those like it's happening moments you know where you kind of feel like everything you've ever wanted in life you see it as possible and you see it as slowly coming mm-hmm. but it feels horrifying because you kind of are lost in the direction in which to go get it but you feel like it's almost there that's weird but it feels like it's like knocking kind of shit and it's like so much stuff that i've set out for goals for this year like frivolous goals or regular goals already seem to through blessing seem feasible within the first half of the year you know Mm -hmm. which is so dope so so dope but even on top of that just like personal things that i'm working on i feel like me and you had a moment yesterday where we talked about something and this is something that i feel like a lot of people can identify with it's 
when you know you're doing well and you know you're doing your shit and you're getting after it but you know you're not doing as well as you could be and you're not mad at yourself per se like you're giving yourself grace and you're patient with yourself realizing like we were here and there you're just proud of doing right mm -hmm. but also realizing that you're on the cusp while using ezigo word on the cusp of being right into the mold because you see yourself falling into place of being into the mold of that person you think is the get after a version of you yeah right and i think i'm right there again man it's just like i've started working out slowly like now we've gotten kind of our routine back again um have been eating better for sure like wow really for sure. <laughs> because my diet gets horrible sometimes like trust me it's been up and down like there's been a yeah, fight i've seen the worst i got though, my man. sweet tooth back this man's off of those uh tostitos what was it this man's off oh, of the whatever, tostito the, scoops the little kruger the, the kruger tortilla kruger chips. Shit. and like yeah. the fucking salsa and cheese dip that was also cheese dip and ice cream that's all i saw this man eat for a whole calendar year that was 2017 2016 that, that was looking crazy cookout that held you down crazy. for a while i was going crazy but now we got good vegetables vitamins and minerals <laughs> yes sir good <laughs> so work and good mental and um just like you t and just like a bunch of people have been like helping me mm -hmm. come to terms with mindfulness too as well so i mean like i've definitely been a little bit better there i need to get better on i've been doing more yoga as of late but i need to get better when it comes to like um writing shit down i want to try to work into meditation but i know that's going to be one of the hardest things in life for me to accomplish so i need to just like tackle that and be so patient with myself it's always because i know people say way. it's like two seconds mm -hmm. you, sometimes your first time meditating it might be two seconds of good meditation mm -hmm. then the next one it might be four and then the next one it might be and you build up to being able to do the hour or like the 10 minutes or the 15 whatever the fuck people do it's just like nigga i I know mine's gonna start at the one second to the two second to the four. You have to be okay with it. Even if you have a really good session, you have to realize too. Because I know me trying to get back into it later when I dropped off, uh, I couldn't like almost immediately when I first started meditating in the past, it was immediately good, like and positive results, and just like able to stay like m uh, mindful in the moment and like kind of do what I had to do, blah blah blah. But like me afterwards, and like trying to come back to it, I was so it was tough and i didn't like doing it for a little bit and it was really hard to get into the process because it was just frustrating but it just takes time and practice and it's kind of funny though because um again you don't have to be a woman to do this or whatever but i always feel like there's a certain vein of woman who really does help like individuals like us because i wasn't always like that to be honest like you know me but makes you start to think about that whole realm and want to like see what is out there and then end up like diving in there trying to better yourself it's just but. it's fucking um i think it's just the yin and yang type of shit like we, we look at personality types even though me and you could not possibly be more different mm -hmm. the ways we are similar are just like whether it be genetic whether it be like how our personalities mm -hmm. are like whatever the fuck we are very like go 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 people and like very like kind of high octane people when it comes to like the amount of things we want to accomplish the amount of things we want to do in life and so like having a partner or somebody else in your life that is focused but also like helps you like take a step back and breathe take a step back and calm down take a step back and look at everything it's probably essential to our personality mm -hmm. types you know what i'm saying and so like i get you there like with like the certain type of woman, exactly obviously but um moving right along with some news that happened well moving right along with some music news we'll start off you know in just the pure off space way i was gonna bounce around a little bit but um what's your heat check for the week man Man, I'm not gonna lie, you might have to come to me a second and help me exactly figure out, because I did hear this song for the first time yesterday. It is Real As It Gets uh, by Lil Baby featuring uh, Established G. ESTG. ESTG. It might be Established, I don't know. I okay, don't know so ESTG. Yeah, but Went crazy, though. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Well, <laughs> my initial thoughts hearing the song, because we were on a Discord call, and Chuka told me... Hey man, little baby just dropped a song. He didn't tell me anything. He made a statement because he said, "All right, I'm gonna go." Yeah, I just and said BRB so, and left. Basically, <laughs> at that point in time, I had to make a decision since I was waiting on him anyway. I was like, "Am I gonna listen to this song or am I just gonna wait?" Because you know, whatever. I was like, "Let me go ahead and listen to it too." I started playing it, and honest to God, that might be one of the best things I heard in the last five years. <laughs> I was also zooted and booted, <laughs> but I refused to believe that was the deciding factor because that song was too fucking clean incredible you know what the beat kind of reminded me of 
you know I gotta give that nigga flowers. The beat reminded me of Do It by from K Camp, but like more sped up and a little bit more like variations in the melody. But that little background like kind of shit is just incredibly hard to me, man. People my age in this generation, like that also grew up with certain uh, K-Camp songs being thrown out there, you know, appreciate that influence. You're going to enjoy this song a lot. So go ahead and check in on it. Yes, sir. Ski. And then mine is going to come off of the 2020 drop. So Icy Gang Volume 1, which I have to go ahead and use this moment to just give WAP his flowers for sure, which we do all the time, which mm -hmm. I try to. But just in terms of we talk about Guap's ear. We talk about like Gucci when it comes to just like finding artists or being the first on artists like this kind of stuff. And it's persisted through history. But sometimes when niggas are on hot streaks you always ask like when's it gonna stop when is it gonna stop so then gucci had the new 1017 that he revealed last year and when he revealed the new 1017 last year i saw a lot of people which i won't say names like not you obviously but that's like a lot of random people just being like oh this nigga goo off just grabbing a bunch of random artists just kind of doing this because kind of doing that like no one cares about his new crop this 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 that and then once again like all of these niggas have hits now <laughs> and it's like within the time he's picked them and so one a he noticed i'm assuming that like that memphis like south memphis like no sound is like getting pretty big especially in southern hip-hop mm -hmm. right so because he, he went to the right region when he picked the crop but two it's like just knowing that fujiano big scar pushaisty like pushaisty one of the biggest names in music right now period it's like and Mulatto was associated with them, not signed to the new 17, but her whole fucking big rollout last year was based off of Gucci Mane and Gucci's yeah. co-sign and like all of that. Like, bro, we have to give credit where credit's due. So big shouts out to Gucci. And it definitely made me want to, it made me want to go ahead and shout out because this song has been on replay for me for the last like week or two again, because mm -hmm. this tape been downloaded, been listened to, love so Icy Gang, but so Icy Boys too. Big Scar with Pusha T and Fujiano. Like, the way these niggas, like, the chemistry these niggas have together is unparalleled in hip-hop right now for me. Like, you could put Fujiano on any song with Big Scar, it's going to sound good. You could put Pusha T on any song with any of those three, it's going to sound good. You could, like, mix and match. It's yeah. literally like some Lego pieces. So, So Icy, So Icy Game 2 by Fujiano. Fuji. Big Scar and So Icy Boys too, sorry. Push Icy and Fujiano by Big Scar. Hey, yes, let's sir. get it, man. That's dope. That's dope. Yes, sir. Ski. And then before we move on, I do want to go ahead and say, because we did kind of skip over it from our past weeks, mm -hmm. me and Chuka actually went ahead and did an off space partially an off space photo shoot. Shout out to Brittany, the GOAT, for taking some incredible pictures of us that we're gonna have roll out. Um for we're going sure. to be dropping in different variations on our following social medias. Make sure you go ahead and follow us there. And yeah, so I just wanted to Super go ahead and put y'all on because when you see these pictures, you might want to get your pictures done too. Y'all got to, and the thing is though, Brit's, I mean, Nigerian sister, like she's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was praying the joke could be made. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Brit's my good Nigerian sister. I don't care what nobody says. So that 1% like, coming out strong. That 1% coming out crazy for sure. But like she is um, graduating from mm. law school actually this semester too. So her schedule might get filled up. For them boys that don't jump on quick and she got some good rates, like y'all should Great. definitely book if y'all can. Yeah. But anyways, good shouts out though. That was definitely good to mention, Britt, because she needed that. Just I think so, just because of how quality Bro, the work the is. Every fine. human being I've ever showed Brit's work has loved it. You know what I'm saying? And she does it as kind of like that's not her main. I was say, bro, you said like what did we just say? She doesn't need it. Yeah, she's about to be a lawyer. She's about to be a lawyer. Money's good, you know, but. Go ahead and tap in because mm -hmm. the quality is even better. Yes, Sersky. And then moving right along, we have in other music news, which I wanted to make it an attachment because the first statement I wanted to just kind of skate over and then mm -hmm. get into the next one. But Texas being all the way open, right? So Texas, Texas, Texas announced that they're Texas and yeah, Texas announced <laughs> that they're all the way open and they're ending the statewide mass mandate. I'm gonna say something on Texas, bro. So all I'm gonna say, and then I'm gonna let you yeah, get your crazy. It's like, bro, all of our loved ones and people we know in Texas, man, like y'all just continue to wear a mask, continue to be sensible. Obviously, this safe. nigga an idiot, but like, <laughs> like y'all just do what y'all gotta do. But you say what you gotta say, bro. It's crazy because I've been keeping a daily watch, damn near, on these U.S. numbers at this point with COVID just like praying bro because it's getting hotter out 
and we're still in it. And obviously, they don't care about poor people. So the vaccines are taking a minute to roll out too. You know, it's just like so many things that are preventing life from going back to normal at the rate it needs to go back. And so I'm just looking at it like, wow, to top it all off, the governor of Texas is an idiot. So, you know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, damn, to top it all off, this thing is stupid as hell. And the part that makes me the most frustrated isn't the fact that Texas is doing all this shit. Hopefully, the good people wear their mask. I know not everyone will. It's Texas. A lot of people won't. It's like Georgia, but steroided. Is the fact that their little brother, Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Kemp's going to follow suit and be like, man, fuck him. Soon, bro. It's coming. It's coming. I expect it's him coming. to say, fuck him for real and just be it's like, I'm taking soon. all this off. It's coming soon. Especially, did you see the random laws that they just passed, like voter suppression laws in Georgia? Wow. Too? Like, they're, like, they just lost an election and these niggas trying to pass laws. And from, once again, I'm paraphrasing. So, like, this is just, this isn't your space. To, this is your space to get accurate news, of course. But this isn't your space to get, like, word for word. Like, if you want, go Google it. That being said, bar for bar. like, we had, um, they were being questioned about, like, the obvious, like, voter suppression, like, things mm-hmm. going on. And... For the lack of better words, what I summed up from the response and the retort was, nigga, it's getting harder for us to win elections. We got to do what we got to do. So if we were, it's getting harder for us to win elections, we got to do what we got to do means corrupting the voting system instead of changing your archaic platform so that young people that agree with certain things that you guys say will just shift to your platform is nuts to me. Bro, I don't... That's nuts to me. Quite frankly, at this point, it's going to be hard to suppress the votes of a growing base of people that just aren't agreeing with your bullshit anymore man so it is what it is on that front good luck especially how they're handling people you see these people waiting like a not even on your personal case or other cases just Mm -hmm. like bro there are people on reddit's talking about it's still a it's been a year now since this shit started and they still haven't gotten their unemployment bro i'm in the process of trying trying to make things work out that have been the case since the better part of six months ago that's what I'm saying. Or like, so? These guys... Or are, more? Like, this shit is actually unreasonable. And so, like, uh, trust me, I feel like so many people are fucked to the point it's going to be hard for you to suppress a bunch of mad people. Yeah, like, the the power of the people are there and we got time. But making this attached to music news, we wanted to go ahead and take this to speak back on something we spoke about on the sports space. If you want to go check out the other side of the podcast, when, which drops weekly, same time yeah. that this one drops. Um... <clears throat> We had we talked about All Star Weekend on the sports space, but from a sports side. But as people who live in the city of Atlanta, we wanted to just go ahead and a be sure. I wanted to give y'all some tips, give y'all some tips for real. And what I mean by give y'all some tips is how to be safe this weekend in Atlanta. How to be safe and have a how, good time. how to be safe is a if you don't have a gun slash lots of money. Don't go to any of these events. Don't go to any of these events. So when I when I say have a gun, you have to be plugged in enough that you're not your bags aren't getting checked. If you're not plugged in enough where your bags aren't getting checked, just don't even pull up. Don't pull up to these events where you see the Bobby Schmurda event, you see the Fifty Cent event, you see the this event, you see the that event. No, 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 no. Like niggas be having it for real over here, and they got bread too. And so if you don't have the money to keep up at some of these tables, at some of these places, like this isn't your chance to offshoot. Like yo, I'm gonna find a promoter friend and sneak mm-hmm. in and meet Bobby Schmurda. You're not. Because you think a million people haven't DM'd that same nigga the same mm-hmm. shit, bro. Like, you have to just realize this isn't the weekend in Atlanta. To This is the weekend for super finesse, but you have to think outside of the box finesse. This isn't, like, typical mm-hmm. shit. Like, this is like me and Ezigo talking about going to cities and catching rappers at certain, or artists and shit at certain, like, restaurants because we know that's the after show place. Like, like, uh, you gotta, like, niggas come to Atlanta and perform. Half the time, you can catch them at the local Waffle House. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're trying like to be that. on your finesse hours or some shit for all-star weekend just don't go to sleep and go out and enjoy a good time and see if you meet people but honestly baseline for most people i think you just need to understand be that safe in this city if you're too. coming to this gonna city be dangerous of atlanta uh a obviously pass like keep your street smarts and shits about you when it comes to just having fun make sure that if you're an outer out of towner who's trying to come to the city you're still keeping us in mind for the people who live here so if you're going to go out to like a bar or whatever and things are open, there's a lot of people in the city that are. Okay, that's cool, fine and dandy. But cool. make sure you're wearing a mask afterwards if you go anywhere to any public restaurant or like activity and shit during the day. If you're just lounging and shit like that. Don't go to Buckhead uh, bars, like the strip of Buckhead bars like out there. In all honesty, <laughs> I wanted to say this like this, but I really mean it. It's like, 
Truly, if I were most, 99% of people, I just wouldn't go to Buckhead, period, during this weekend. Mm. Like, just being real. Because, Bro, like, the way Lennox is looking lately? Lennox is about to be, Lennox might be firing range, just because so many out-of-towners, so many people coming in. The shops are about to be crowded. Like, people don't know how people... is about to be crowded. Like, there's a lot of places, like Buckhead, the traffic that's going to be up there, too. The traffic in Atlanta in general, because I see so many people, you know how many, like like ig models or athletes or this 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 that are posting about yo see you on atlanta this weekend see you on atlanta this weekend no this weekend is fucked atlanta is full this weekend i'm going to be trying to hide in my corner till this weekend's over and then we can get on with it but that also being said i'm also not drinking until april 1st or else y'all would probably see me out there acting foolish with somebody's yeah. favorite celebrity i'm not saying i'm not saying nothing all i'm saying is i will be out at a park probably so Shouts out to giving up alcohol we'll April first. But anyways, that's yeah. just All Star PSA from the Off Space Podcast. Moving right along, when it came to other music news, we have Jay Z music news, which this music news I think is one of the most important, one of the dopest actually. If you want to kick us off, man. So Jay Z has actually come out today with also I guess through the announcement with Jack Dorsey on Twitter as having Squarespace buy up title, and so now and Jay Z is actually getting a position in a seat on the, the board of Squarespace, am I mm-hmm. correct? And so this is really cool because the deal was done for I guess they bought title for two hundred uh ninety seven million. Or maybe well, it was just the amount of his, his, share. his shares for, Which yeah. were initially oh initially weren't they valued at like fifty million dollars or something like that? Yeah. Like Jay's share? Uh I'm not sure, but I know like the amount he got off of it, the three hundred mil mm-hmm. essentially, let's just call it three hundred mil mm-hmm. he made is fucking ridiculous. And the fact that he's no. on the board and shit. I'm he's still making money. You know, like, I don't Hope know what go, kind man. of a deal he has, Hope the go, but it's man. cool. Drake's the only person, bro. I need to start hearing some of Drake's business dealings. Like, obviously, Hope 50 and Drake in his 30, so he has time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, like we've never seen somebody do it like Hope do it. Bro, like, they're, and they're Hope talking do about it. Different, bro. Like, uh, I know, obviously, y'all, if you feel, not, let me not say obviously, if you want some specific details of what they're saying, the speculation of why this makes sense and what they're doing, uh, Jack actually came out on Twitter and wrote a lot about, like, what was going on with this uh, Square and Title. And again, he's his other business is square but i think the most important thing to know here is something that i've been recently talking to you about and this is the nft shit you know and so for those of you who don't know nfts are like uh non-fungible tokens and so essentially there are things that it's like unlike bitcoin where one bitcoin is going to be the same as another bitcoin is going to be the same as another bitcoin all of these things are pretty much unique in their characteristics but the cool part about this is like for the nfts they are also done in the crypto world using like blockchain algorithms and whatnot and so essentially this whole world is breaking the selling of crypto art and it's really cool because you ask yourself why would a financial institution partner with the likes of like a streaming service like title but i definitely see this being a realm where again when it comes to artists putting out music and different artists that might be under the rock or whatever or just in general make partnering and doing things like that when they try and again retain more of the rights to their pieces of work because a lot of the things that are being done in this industry help protect the rights of artists i know at least selling on certain websites the power to the people the artists will be able to retain their royalties this definitely looks like a move to essentially put Squarespace in the business dealings of like the music world and artists in general, but past that, kind of again, put the power in the hands of the people. And Jay Z's what better representative than that than somebody's on the, I guess like the, the front end of the music world for at least of like I guess what's breaking in like the hip hop and whatnot. Jay Z's him, even mm-hmm. though he's not that guy of this generation, he's still always on the foreground of that world for sure, bro. So it's really cool to see absolutely it's one of the coolest things that i have seen to be honest so definitely shouts out i want to see more of what actually happened through this but just seeing jay like from what i understand like sex toppling his bread and getting mm-hmm. a board seat off of this investment in less than a decade like we have to be real sometimes these are power business moves these are power business moves imagine man made. i want to ask you always he, it's always power business moves like hove is one of those and we're seeing it every year we're seeing it with every deal we're 
seeing with everything he does. And I love watching the example he's leaving for young black men to like the fact that you can be successful. You can have mm. you can have dreads like I have. You can mm. have like the same nose, the same skin, the same this, the same that, and be in these boardrooms, be in these meetings, be at these seats at the table and be that nigga, you know. And I, I can't wait to see the next crop of young people doing the same thing. When I learned that I could be successful without having just like a bald head, no piercings, no tats, and just like the most regular look. When I learned that that's not what it takes to be successful, dude, my whole life changed. Bro, what? <laughs> like instantly whole life changed. Because I really used to think just because that's how white people sold it to us, bro. I have to have like a shaved head and it has to be like perfectly lined up at all times, shaved. Like the having the little parts, a little ghetto, so you don't have the part, you don't have the whatever. And then um you have no facial hair, just like super mm. like you know, like <laughs> shaved down everything. And then you go into those rooms and that's how you are. And you smile and you talk like this. <laughs> uh-huh. But so shout out to for sure um, hey man you told people what standard to hold you to exactly you can, they can try and put you in a box but as long as you're doing what you're supposed to then everyone else is going to have to act accordingly to how you move and treating you the way that you want to be treated you know so don't let anybody take you for granted but shout out to jay-z because the shit you're doing is inspirational man i can only imagine now if jay-z dropped an album that was an nft low-key imagine 100 copies of the original uh, copies. Well, let me not even say 100, but like, because he'd do a limited run. If he had like 10 copies or some shit of the original ones of his shit down the line, like 30 years, I could see each of those being worth like a million dollars type. Probably just because you see like the penned, like original copy, the minted, like collector type shit. Like, that's cool. Every time they're resold, he gets a cut of it too. That's cr- groundbreaking for artists, bro. So we'll wait to see more with that and the NFT stuff as well. But another thing that I think is interesting that we needed to talk about this week before I get to something that probably hurt you directly, I'm sorry, especially with some of the L's my nigga love to take on the sneakers app. I don't take a lot like, of L's, bro. I'm going to like first let's talk about Dr. Take too many before we get to there. And what I mean with Dr. Seuss is six Dr. Seuss books, including and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. And if I ran the zoo will stop being published because of racist and insensitive imagery. The business that preserve and protect the author's legacy says so. Basically, people protecting Dr. Seuss's legacy, they'd rather Dr. Seuss's legacy to be positive. Mm-hmm. And having his legacy be positive and they want to protect it, there are a lot of themes that maybe were not viewed a certain type of way back then. Uh, question. Mm-hmm. Question. So are some of these themes and stuff that's being shown, because I saw a little bit, but I'm not fully understanding, was it him explicitly being racist from like this portrayal of people in these things? Or was he highlighting certain things that were just a part of society? Because um, one is I feel like something you could take action against. One is just like, you can't really. And to be honest, it's tough too, because if you try to, then you're kind of overriding what history's done. As soon as you do that, it's not the best for valuing the people that were affected by it in the future. I think it was more of in the in the perception of those people from back then, if I had to guess. Yeah. Right? But I'm not entirely sure myself. I'm not fully read up. So I want to just be real with that. The only thing that was kind of like fucking with me when it came to this whole thing is... Like the typical, the typical, like extremely conservative rebuttal when something gets re- re- removed, I guess, that is viewed as like their commonplace. So when they jump to hip hop, like, you know how much like WAP, like WAP was trending again this last week because there was a lot of like little moms or like older white dudes just being like, y'all are taking away my kid's Dr. Seuss book, but y'all are allowing a song called Wet Ass Pussy to be played? I don't think your kid reads those Dr. Seuss books, to be honest. Because <laughs> I know mine wouldn't. Bro, let me, let me just keep it a bean, right? Let me keep it a stack. Let me keep it a bean stack bundle, right? And Dr. Seuss, like so many other things in youth, right, are mm-hmm. going to have to adapt to the time. And I'm so happy for Dr. Seuss and all of that shit adapting because there's a lot of things like Disney, Dr. Seuss, and all mm-hmm. that shit that I want to keep a part of my kids' lives. So I know I'm going to either have to have the vault where I have all the movies and I just play them, like, blah, blah, or even, like, the old books and, like, whatever the fuck that I'm going to be reading mm-hmm. these niggas. Like, that's fine. That being said, that's a personal decision of mine to preserve those mm-hmm. things. Bro, three-year-olds are hopping. Th- there are three-year-olds now, before niggas can fully read, are on iPads making yeah. in-game purchases and shit like that. Bro, I promise you, bro, you're hoeless, no-bitch-getting child. Kids are smart as hell these days, man. Is never going to be tripping about his Dr. Seuss book being taken away. He's going to be tripping about if you change the credit card information on Angry Birds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> or on Flappy Birds. All of a sudden, this man can't get the next the battle 
battle pass in you Fortnite. You feel me? Like, oh, he can't get the battle pass in Fortnite. It's raps for you. Your kid's not tripping about wet ass pussy. You're going to see hell over like, it. Like, what? Like, that's I, one of those that goes back to the main argument that I ever have when it comes to any genre of music or whatever is portrayed is, bro, y'all parents need to quit expecting the world to raise your kids. Yeah. When y'all are the parents. That's it. Teach your kid not to don't don't let your kid fucking listen to wet ass pussy. And if he does, then be like, damn, nigga, one day you're gonna experience some wet ass pussy. Get back to your Fortnite with maybe your niggas. Not, maybe, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. You know, you might be a square. Like, <laughs> was Isaac Newton died a virgin? No Fun wonder fact. he no Fun wonder fact. he accomplished so much. <laughs> that nigga was Honestly, square his whole life. Did he Fun really he can't say square because you're because you're a virgin. Like, he's not, <laughs> that's not true. But how old was he? I think like I don't know. Honestly, he could have been 20-something, could have been 40-something. Big range, I don't know. And honestly, was it even Isaac Newton that might be capped? But we're going to use it as our narrative this time, though. <laughs> Bro, you're an asshole. I wish I never said it. Isaac, oh, we're sorry for you. 84? Nah, he didn't make it. This you guys search it. Search it. Search This nigga made it to... Nah, search. that's my narrative. Nah. <laughs> this nigga made it to 84 with no type of Gucci. No type of food what, what, what if he was just gay and he didn't feel comfortable enough to come out? That ain't it, cheap. <laughs> that ain't it, cheap. No. Nah. <laughs> No, <laughs> that nigga just a square. Hey, <laughs> that nah. nigga just a square. <laughs> hey, that nigga um, in a square. <laughs> Damn, eighty four. That's crazy. I thought it was nineteen. I was gonna say Kodak did a lot by nineteen too. Kodak did way more for the world than Sir Isaac Newton did. If we really want to talk about it, but we don't need to get into this shit. <laughs> say getting off in the clicks. We're popping off around here. What? But yeah, man. I think I saw an unspoken rule back on the doctor shit before we leave. I was scrolling through the comments on a post I saw, and obviously, I think the person who said this was Team Mag or some shit, because he said, you know, stuck in between thinking about uh, buying these books or whatever to support Dr. Seuss in order to, like, own the libs, which I'm like, all right, you're a fucking idiot, but whatever, or B, also remembering the unspoken rule of no one ever actually buying a Dr. Seuss book. And only just reading them at school or other shit. It's like, who actually owned a Dr. Seuss book? I know there was two I saw in our house. And the only reason I'm even not surprised that there was two Dr. Seuss books in our house, it was for the sheer fact that between, like, you don't can't even say between my siblings, because Chuka, you read a lot. Admittedly, we know that. Mm-hmm. Chichi read a decent bit. My little sister actually could have had a small library from the amount of books she read as a kid. So at some point, us having some Dr. Seuss books did not really throw me off. But it still is funny because who the fuck was buying Dr. Seuss books? No, niggas was going dumb, bro. What? Like the... No one was buying it. People were reading them. People were reading them for sure. I had mom buying them early, but I got off it quick once Mm -hmm. my... Because I quickly advanced to bigger books Mm -hmm. because niggas read too fast. That was one thing that was always a gift and a curse as a child because I kind of got jealous getting a little bit older at the niggas that take 872 years to read a page or like books because I feel like their retention was probably a little bit better than mine because by the time I read, I'm on book number like 17 and it took these niggas the time to but read. But that's not true though. I actually read this when I was trying to learn how to speed read but and like read faster. But I, oh, I was going to say like it feels like I... I, I'm spotty about book one through six, 16 yeah. now, and they feel like they've held on to this one book their whole life, you know, like they know everything about. Apparently, the taking longer does this. In a way, Chuka was humble bragging, but also shitting on, trying to up these niggas. No, nah, they, they. No, I'll take that all day. I, I, I humble bragging because I know I read fast and I read a lot. Like, I I've read a lot. Apparently, just because you read slower. Mm hmm. Or read faster, um, reading faster actually might help you retain it better because you're more focused on what you're doing at the time. Reading it slower, a lot of people end up rereading things and going back, and your focus isn't there this down the third, and you're not really grasping what was going on or holding on to it. Yeah, so like reading it faster does help you keep it in a little bit better. That's just what they were saying. I don't know if it's anything like TV shows. I know that's to be a damn lie because I could binge watch a whole show and really spend hours watching a TV show, and then all of a sudden a week later, I don't remember the main characters. Bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, people began so mad at me too because that's one thing that I'm good for. Like it's like I may watch the most, read the most, like whatever the fuck shit. Mm-hmm. It's you remove me too far, like bro. Demon Slayer is my I favorite anime I've watched. On God, Tanjiro's I don't only the, name, bro. I was about to say I forgot Tanjiro. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad name person. I'm a bad like name. certain songs from certain shit. I'll only remember. I I'm so way more photo 
graphic than I am when it comes to like hearing names or mm-hmm. hearing certain shit. Like I will never forget how a character looks my whole life. Mm-hmm. I will never forget like how somebody's face. Like I think back to my fucking uh, second grade class, the person that sat in the far right corner of the room like that always faced this way always had a book in her hand never actually finished this shit like the blah 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 never could tell you her name no. never could tell you That's her tough. name like I hope I, you don't tell her because <laughs> you'd be mad this as hell the way a nigga talking crazy about her that's crazy that's just how my yeah, memories, out to Susan that's how my memories always work though yeah. it's just always images mm-hmm. forever but Moving right along, though, from Dr. Seuss, I wanted to get into... Actually, I'll... I'll end. Man, I'm going to have to get up out of here after, like, 30 more minutes tops, so... No, you're just good. Just process that one. No, you're good. You're good. I got you. Um, so then we'll kind of just graze through things, but the la- the couple things that I wanted to graze through a little bit, wanted to give everybody a little uh, heads up on the news when it comes to, like, stimulus checks and, like, the passing of the bill, the huge bill that yeah. uh, recently just passed the House. They brought it to the Senate, and the reason that it hasn't all the way gone through the Senate it, which it may have by the time of recording i haven't double checked but at least from earlier when i checked yeah. was for this sheer fact that now the problem is that minimum wage. the problem isn't democrat versus republican now now they're making the problem um moderate democrats versus liberal democrats where at the end of the day bruh if this is what it's going to turn into like nigga how about it's help the people like i'm so tired of it always becoming a problem between someone and someone like it went from evil conservatives now you got the conservatives out the window now dems own everything Mm -hmm. to now i see people talking about the evil middling democrats it's Mm -hmm. like nigga what are y'all doing i'm tired of this this choose a side shit all this at the end of the day help the fucking people look if y'all don't get right and give me my money very soon i'm voting for kanye west in 2024 and you can put that on everything oh for like, sure i'm really so I, if this term does not show some type of benefits for the people so tangible benefits for the people i'm voting for none of these niggas oh for sure like i'm i'm over it i'm over it i'm moving but i'm moving past like giving a fuck anymore when it shows because i told y'all this is the time the democrats have now a very small window of four years while y'all control everything Mm -hmm. to show me y'all actually give a fuck about the people because if y'all don't then i'm definitely moving on to the side of yes i'm going to vote each time in my interest like depending but it's going to because i'm not going to give up my rights as an american citizen truly i believe in those till the day i die but it's also no one's going to pressure me into anything oh yeah yeah, yeah. because now i know none of y'all care about us Mm -hmm. So now it's just going to be like, oh, this nigga said he's going to give us the check the quickest. Oh, he might sound evil, but the rest of y'all are acting evil. Because like, y'all sound great, but y'all are acting and evil. And apparently, like, that's the main been, I'm not going to talk on too much I don't know, though, at the end of the day. And I don't know a lot of the shit that's going on in the Middle East. But I see a lot of money being spent on bombs, bro. I see a lot of money being spent on bombs. I don't see half of that money being sent to the people. It's looking, it's looking spotty. It's looking spotty when they broke down the numbers of this big package. And you how see gas prices went back up, by the way. Yes, gas prices have gone back Why up. Why do you think we're paying off a lot of countries in this in this huge package that they're trying to approve? Which the funny thing is, these niggas are arguing about like the American people getting a minimum wage of fifteen dollars and little shit like that, and the stimulus package being too much because Mitch McConnell's arguing that people won't go back to work if they get fourteen hundred dollars. Nigga, fourteen hundred dollars, I can't wipe my ass with. Like that's gonna help us advance a little bit, but it's not gonna like be. It won't go back to work. You know what I'm saying? It won't go back to work. You gotta still for the some shit. for the That's next crazy. week. That's what niggas took a week off. So fourteen hundred, you're not lasting a lifetime. It's crazy to see people say shit like that with all the money we're giving to other countries in this bill. Someone broke it down, and once again, I don't understand diplomacy a hundred percent. So I don't want to act like we don't shouldn't give money. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. But if they broke down and all this money was given to the American people, right? Everybody in the country would get a ten thousand dollars stimulus check. It would be it would be a this, and so. It is what it is. We'll see what happens with the country moving. I'm on their ass now, though. I'm not going to lie. I was trying to give them a little breathing period, but they got up about until May for me. For sure. They got until May before I'm... I'm annoying on social media, so we'll see. But then, moving right along to the last little story before I get into our two questions. Yeah. Um, um, We have Nikes and Herbert, which she was a former Nike executive. She apparently got fired or retired, set down, whatever the fuck, the last week because of the fact that her son got caught using her Nike card. I think she got fired, though, Loki. Using her card or whatever. Yeah. 
to get shoes and just kind of boost buy shit with her discount buy shit with her discount kind of boost into the resale market mm-hmm. right and so if you think about like the stock that the things this is what how it kind of played in my head when it comes to apps like mm-hmm. sneakers and things of that nature right there's a certain amount that this app is being told that it's available per sizes mm-hmm. and per this per that i'm assuming that the only people that can shift them are high ranking level employees mm-hmm. like if the app has fifteen thousand pairs of this shoe right and then an employee quote unquote bought one then the app would adjust to fourteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, but other people don't know yeah. that the app would adjust because it's yeah. getting the direct the information directly from nike right and so if he's able to use an employee card go to the employee store go to the employee like whatever the fuck's from a high level ranking mm-hmm. and you're able to get a hundred pair so it probably adjusts to fourteen nine hundred you only imagine how many people that are plugged in like that are doing some things like that and people wonder why your bots are losing like your this is losing your that is losing like motherfuckers aren't getting anything anymore like certain people i know are keeping a tracker of how many weeks it's been since they won something on sneakers bro like <laughs> i'm being honest with you i won pretty early into me using you won early as hell i remember on an off-white club that made me feel like it was easy it's not ever since i haven't won i think i won maybe once no i won another time with like a pair of jordans but like it's kind of crazy because Apparently, he was making over $100,000 a month. And that's exactly... Bro, your mom is an exec... already an exec at Nike. Your mom's an exec at Nike. Uh, You're not poor by any means. And I already think that reselling sneakers, unless you really need the money, and you're, like, living kind of impoverished, reselling sneakers is kind of fucked. Because... A, I get that you can make you a lot of money and business is business, do whatever, but there's a lot of people who want access to these shoes that can't afford them at the resale price, and shit, the retail price is already too expensive, but, Mm. you know, you'll bust your ass, you'll figure it out, so that these parents will be able to buy their kids some shoes for, like, different gifts and things like that, whatever, that people really want, but you're rich, and your mom's an exec at Nike, That so realistically speaking, you ask her for a pair of shoes, and she can get you those. And you're reselling sneakers. You're a heinous individual. And, and using your own... A lot of them. He had a warehouse. Changing warehouses. Because yeah. he's running out of space. Motherfuckers, don't get me wrong. Like, they take advantage of their positions in life always to get ahead. And I get that. But it's like, bro, you have warehouses and shit like that. You just, are ahead. Just, just, you are ahead. It's full of sneakers that other people are dying to try to get. And that you're just plugging yourself directly into. Like, that shit is kind of ass. And mm-hmm. so definitely shame on that dude. I hope we remember his name. I'm not going to lie. I hope the sneaker community remembers his name. For sure. And just holds on to it. Because it's not the same as like the Brock. Uh, I can't remember his last name. But the nigga from Stanford that raided the girl how. And I'm not pretty sure his life's ruined. And people are doing. Even though he got let off. Niggas that got him kind of like oh, noted. Oh, oh, it's you. All he right. Move, fuck he moves and people know exactly yeah. who it is. I hope that the sneaker world remembers this nigga's name. And his family's name. So if they ever try, if he ever tries to sell sneakers and they see his name, don't do it. For sure. And so moving right along to the last two questions that I have. One, I wanted to start off with. Um, I saw a lot of hustle and bustle on the internet this week, and I just want and about wow. unpaid internships. And so I wanted to just ask you, just go ahead and say they used to be a lot more regular, but it was also during a time that a summer job could pay for your year of college. Yeah. And so now if a summer job could pay for my year of college, I'd probably do an unpaid internship too. You know what I mean? Like you're Man. probably not worried about too, too much. But anyways, like nowadays when it comes to the American average that minimum wage can't even pay for a person to live in yeah. the American average and blah, blah, blah. Do you think unpaid internships are ethical still? Um, I think... Are they even still possible for as much as to the level as they used to be? I think an unpaid internship is only ethical under two assumptions. One is that you're a university student who is receiving an unpaid internship through your university, but they're also covering all your other expenses and standards, uh, things that you need, living expenses. And you're still really young to where you're not taking on that much from uh, losing too much from taking on that thing. So you're not having to provide for anybody. You don't have any dependents. Uh, you're not really having to even take care of yourself like this, that, and the third. And it could be good quality experience as well as networking opportunities. That being said, the two... The only other realm is if you get an unpaid internship, if I'm not, if I'm trying to sustain my life and I work a job in order to pay rent, pay car insurance, maybe a car note, maybe like other bills and utility, blah, 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 you get it. If I'm doing all of that and I have an unpaid internship, that's slave labor. If I'm not guaranteed a job 
afterwards in that company because I had that internship, then I don't want it. And I don't think it should be a thing anymore. For sure. And so I think it's just very... It's, I think it's predatory. To it's be predatory. For like sure. I think the main. I think the. I one. I think they're zero percent ethical now, unless they fit some of those standards that you said. But two, like there should be a direct pipeline into a job, and there should still be a stipend where they help you live because they realize that you can't live literally. Because mm-hmm. most unpaid internships nowadays are only afforded to and it's funny because a lot of unpaid internships are attached to some of the best opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's just not possible for people that come from impoverished neighborhoods and people that come from lesser communities to even take some of those internships like if you work an unpaid internship at like a sony or something like that and then you leverage all of these connections which one if you work an unpaid internship anywhere i think you should truly a always steal from them always steal from them and what i mean by steal from them is either in either intellectual property knowledge like whatever or physical or physical property and i mean it on the low but i also mean just like bruh do what you gotta do because like bruh if you are working unpaid internship and you're hardly working to make ends meet and you you can't find paper towels your company probably got them toilet paper company probably got it pens company probably got it paper company probably got it you know what i'm saying i know it's shitty to say it like that but nigga you're working for free like they have a whole book like you have the whole book full of all of the artists man managers and like the people that do this the people that do that i'm not saying to go bug people or annoy people but i'm saying if you have a legitimate talent now you have people mm. you can send emails mm. to now you mm. have people do this i would take whatever i can to put me on another level i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say 100%. this from a, a legal standpoint and me just future proofing for us everything chuka's saying is things that he might do and whatnot so we're not telling anybody to do we're not telling anybody we're not telling We're anybody to do yeah, that what? This is a, but this these is... are all things that chuka thinks might be curious and like interesting if people did you know i'm cosplaying really as a thief but anyways <laughs> so like, now that i'm done cosplaying as a thief let's move on to the next one though it's definitely disgusting though because remind like, me of something gen- after to bring up what? to you after the pod okay but like it's genuinely disgusting to even see that kind of shit yeah. because i see a lot of argument online from people being like a lot of people don't want to work hard for an honest living anymore back in my day i did an unpaid internship and i was working a part-time as well just to pay for my no, classes let me it's break like some down. it's like bro because i've been I, was, I wanted to break this down when you were talking and i was waiting until after let's say you're a full-time student because who first off if you're doing an unpaid internship after you graduate you're hustling backwards. So let's say you're a full-time student. And they only ask for full-time students. Yeah. So let's say you're a full-time student. 12 to 15 credit hours. Let's 12 plus. say you're living on your own. So that's multiple classes. So mm-hmm. you're living on your own. And let's say you took out loans to pay for your school on top of whatever. So your scholarships, whatever. So let's say school fees might be taken care of. But you're still basically doing a full-time job because you're a full-time student. Then you take on your unpaid internship. Okay. They're at least asking for 20 hours. But let's realize, oh, if you're living on your own, you still got other expenses and you got to take care of yourself. So then you got to at least work part time. Being real, part time might not be able to cover your expenses. So you might need to work more than that unless you're just living bare minimum, the cheapest you can. Mm -hmm. So now you're taking on at least guaranteed 40 hours of work on top of being a full time student in the condition and at a state in your life when, to be honest, you were just having your parents take care of you for the most part. Your formative. It's asking kinda. like a lot, and you're and you're not really having a lot of time to really do anything else that is figuring being out a what student. you need to figure out about so yourself. Networking with people around in your university, becoming a part of going to organizations and clubs and everything that makes being a student what being a student is. You, you don't have that opportunity because you were doing things that didn't serve you. So if you have the paid internship, you get to eliminate the part-time job potentially to where you can still take care of yourself. And it's like, okay, I'm getting paid for this. And I get that experience. I get to transition into a job with a quality experience afterwards. And I get to take care of myself. So now I have 20 more hours freed up. I might go join that club. I might hit up this person. I might go make some friends, do whatever. It's just like it all goes back into it. Exactly. So amen there. And then the final thing I wanted to do on this regular pod was actually go into a discussion that we are going to reference these niggas a lot because it's our joint favorite podcast. But shout out to I Am Athlete podcast. Um, Shout out to Cinco was on there this week speaking about um, the passing of his mother, right? Which is something that we give our prayers, condolences, and love out to him and his family for show. Because that's something I don't even, God forbid, I don't even want to talk about. But, well, but... Um, the question was brought up, is there a safe space for men? Just because of the fact that men don't really go to one another and speak 
as freely, as openly as I made to my brother mm-hmm. who's been on the phone with me crying, you know what I'm saying? Or to like my siblings or my mom, you know what I'm saying? Like friend to friend, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then I sit here and I think I've been around many a friend who's gone through like tragic moments of their lives, like real fucked up moments of their lives, right? And like how come it like... I'm somebody that has a ton of friends, a lot of people that swear I'm close to them, swear I'm this, swear I'm that, bro, I could probably, and this isn't a measuring stick, don't get me wrong, but even then when it comes to vulnerable moments, bro, I can count on one hand how many of my friends have cried in front of me or I've been around them where some shit like that has really fucked them up, not family, just friends, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's like, why is that? Like, why is men, like, there's an obvious answer, but why in your opinion is that? Why are we in an area where men feel like they can't? talk to one another where they can't discuss things with one another and after you give your answer i'll give my answer um man you already know what it is because i'm pretty sure you're thinking the same way mm-hmm. it's not even like you don't want to or there's people that you can't it's just that it's not societally what we do so it's kind of harder to especially like obviously it's not like i never have but more often times than not i don't because i'll say this for example uh i don't because it's not really answering your question but i think it's important especially like getting into it Whenever I have some shit that's like I need to get off my chest and like it's really eating me alive or I just am going through it or like my mental's not strong or like just life's beating my ass. I'll talk to my family, right? And after I talk to my family or if I'm not able to get in touch with my family, I have a few friends uh, that men and women that will come to my mind, right? But the thing is, I never really hit up the men and it's just like subconscious because you don't even think about it, you know? I never hit up the men because in some way I feel like I'm just being a bother or like it's just not what we do. So like, oh, you can't do that for some reason or it's just going to make the friendship weird or like whatever. So instantly, and these are great friends that I know I can. And like in my mind, I know I can, but I don't let myself. Because it's funny because I'll immediately hit up the women though because I know that they're okay with lending that ear. Isn't that nuts? And I I just know. To be honest, man, like, this is one of my biggest issues, right? One of my biggest issues, period. And as as it goes, as a member of my family, of course, like, when I talk about, like, certain traits you may get from parents and, like, just people that you have to unlearn and you have to work on, right? Like, they get expounded with, they get expounded by typical things of society, right? So you already have a tough time, like me, using me as you, but, like, you already have a tough time like expressing yourself and expressing your emotions, which I did for a long time in my life. You did for a long time in your life, like something we still work on to this day, right? But I think we've both gotten exponentially better at it. Don't get me wrong. But I never like, had issues with it. But, what? This thing a closed book to everybody. But anyways, like you fucking um, have a tough time expressing yourself. And then on top of that, you know, the pride of being a man and like kind of being coddled yeah. in this world as a man and being like taught, we have to always be a rock. We always have to be tough. We always have to be this. So then you get in competition as well, right? And we're competitive. We're athletes. We're this, we're that. You're around other men, right? And I think subconsciously, at least for me, I won't speak on everybody else, mm-hmm. but subconsciously for, you a, don't long, lose, for a long time in my life, yeah, it was like, I never want to lose in any situation to nobody. So it's like, the le- the like I would be vulnerable in front of what? Like, which one of my female friends hasn't seen me? Like, like my close women friends, like, which one of them hasn't seen Down and Out Chuka? You know what I'm saying? Like, like just being real or heard from Down and Out Chuka or talked to Down and Out Chuka. It's like, bruh, I'm... I'm an open book when it comes to women because I love women and I don't, I feel fearless about being vulnerable in front of women. That was one of the easiest things when I decided consciously in the last few years to change like my expression, right? Like women was easy, but when it came to other niggas, it was so hard to be vulnerable in front of dudes because I always felt like now this man has a piece of me. He has like a one up on me. Like he could beat me. Like he found my weakness. He did this, this, that. But at the end of the day, it don't matter. Like it doesn't matter at all. And that's something we need to stop teaching the youth and we need to stop kind of instilling the youth in how we carry ourselves. Because at the end of the day, one, I'm going to chuka this and then I'm going to responsible this. No, let me flip it. Let me responsible it then chuka it. In a responsible manner, it's just like, bro, 
No one has any power over you. And truly, like the strongest thing you can do, strongest thing, because it, the harder it is, then the more courage and strength it takes, then the stronger uh, thing it is to do. And the strongest thing you can do, in my opinion, is be able to express mm -hmm. yourself, man. Like, because that's hard to do. It's hard to be vulnerable like that. But two, if we want to chuka it, it's like, bro, I could sit on here and literally cry every single day on this podcast. And that's not going to raise the percentage of niggas out there who can beat my ass, which is very few of y'all. So it's like, what was I worried about? Like, what was I worried about? <laughs> like, it's just like being worried about stupid ass shit is just like getting older and a big part of maturing and getting older is slowly breaking a lot of molds we had when we were younger and realizing how much stupid shit we were worried about. And just kind of like Tahir was actually telling me like this week about it. It's not that serious, right? It's something that she was teaching herself and like kind of like she was telling me about that, which is something dope because I was sitting there thinking about like, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. But think about it in maturity, right? Think about like middle school. Think about like high school, like little things that would bug you there, right? Whether it be like a certain girl not giving you her number or like x not looking at you or people not laughing at your joke or this this that or popularity yeah. and boom 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 at each age you get older each one of those little things that used to fuck you up it don't matter it don't matter it's not that serious it don't matter it's not that serious so then we get to a point where it's like bro vulnerability it's not that serious it's serious to be vulnerable because that helps you turn that gauge i know i'm ranting for a second so i'll get off of it but it lets you let off that gauge because we all have an internal gauge right we all have a pressure meter we all have stresses we all have shit that fucks us up we all have stuff that gets us to our boiling point and you get there so much faster and you live in a constant state of being near that boiling point if you don't be vulnerable if you don't express yourself because that's how you let that pressure out mm -hmm. and so that's all i really got there we definitely need to express ourselves more as men and i think it's also important to note though because it may not just be uh it may not just be on the front of not trying to look a certain way to other guys or like trying to lose or whatever. It also sometimes when like at least me personally, and I can only speak from personal experience, when I know I'm out bad a certain type of way, it's also hard because I know if I have the conversation with a man, um, not saying this to be true because it's not necessarily true. I could be jaded in my thinking but i don't always feel like i'm gonna get what i need to out of that conversation for it to even be worth it or for me to extend myself there because it already takes a lot for me to be vulnerable when i'm vulnerable and i finally do that in a space where i really need to be and i really need to get something out of it i appreciate when the person i'm talking to is also like kind of emotionally intelligent so that they can receive those feelings and kind of understand what i'm going through and kind of like act accordingly and not just act accordingly in the sense of like tell me what i need to hear because i don't want you to tell me what i need to hear i want people to give genuine responses and like at least be able to understand what i'm going through and even if you don't feel me be able to get like a gauge i hate so, when niggas say that they feel me nigga you feel me bro i don't even oh God, i don't even ask people for like when i'm going through it with certain things when i'm going through it with certain things i don't even bother talking to some people because i know they don't get how i'm feeling so i don't need to hear your response i don't it is crazy but essentially that like no i know it's with men especially seeing how hard it is to be vulnerable in general don't always have the best you emotional sick when they don't feel so you, fuck bro. am i about to talk to a guy sometimes like i don't even bring this around up around you know, so you don't know what i'm bro and i'll be using this example just because i love dj yeah. and like dj's emotional intelligence has yeah. super grown yeah. super grown but yeah. i'm saying like early before because like I'll say, me and Deed are coming to an end of living together. Yeah, I got to get up on out of here in like 10 tops. For sure. I'm about to wrap up and we're good to go. Okay. Like, I'm done. So that was it for that combo, but I just wanted to give the DJ go, go, anecdote go and get go ready. Ahead. But like me and DJ, we're coming to an end of our chapter. Mm -hmm. And even though it may, it's, it's sad, but it's like happy too, you know? And I say it's happy just because of, I think we've accomplished our goals and now it's kind of up to us to take what we've learned to move on to the future with. Because mm -hmm. DJ is somebody that ironically because of how we're speaking about emotional intelligence and like all of this stuff like i think dj is someone that i had to teach emotional intelligence and he had to teach me discipline like i think those were like there's so much more that i learned from him and so much more that he learned from me but i think if i look mm -hmm. at the big yin and yang of like what we had to get from one another why i think god put us together for this long mm -hmm. like i think of living together i think it's because dj was bad at expressing himself bad at really showing his emotion and bad at listening to his emotion listening to himself i was horrible at sticking to a routine horrible at getting certain things done and being responsible and horrible at making plans you know mm -hmm. like little things like that that dj was excellent at right yeah. 
now that I think we've both given each other the tools and now it's just kind of our time to listen to and like take it further, like I definitely want to give DJ his props and his credit because now he's kind of shown me a lot of emotional intelligence in the last month that's kind of helped certain decisions that I've had to make and certain things that I've had to do just because, and I wouldn't have expected DJ to be the one that, you know, I'm getting it from. But the reason, because of where we started, but that just shows yeah. you growth. Yeah. But the reason I'm using him as an example is hilarious because like when I got out of my last relationship with my ex like this motherfucker used to look at me as such a bitch when i was fucked up like just being real he used to look at me as such a bitch like come on pussy like bro like blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. but then he went through a little situation himself which sometimes like you said oh, man, so niggas have to go through day. it niggas have to go through it so that they can bro, learn. i was there the day that he and, said bro, bro he, he walked said, in he said bro Honest to God, I apologize for ever making fun of you when you're going through it because I feel that pain now. And it was almost like an unspoken, like, I know you got your shirt off as first second, like, I've tried to tell you, but it was almost like, it was just silence for a little bit after. Niggas were really just internalizing it. Like, you I was just now. like, damn, DJ's there. Like, he evolved. Like, he gets it now. Like, he understands, like, love, like, heartbreak, like, those kind of things a little bit. Don't tell me but you like, feel me when you don't feel Don't tell me you feel me when you don't feel me, nigga. It's not the but same. that's one of my favorite moments, too, just because of the fact that you just saw the 180 mm -hmm. of the change. Because it went from, like, bro, this nigga saw me out bad, just, like, almost laughing, just being like, Peppa, bitch, like, let's go out, let's do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, going through life and just being like, you need anything, nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you good? You good, bro? Like, because once you go through it yourself, you understand how that fucked yeah. people up. But you can't really blame people who haven't gone through it themselves. So that's all I'll say. But just for sake of time, what I'll leave you guys with today on the Offspace podcast is short. It's always love. Always be graceful with yourself. Always be caring to yourself. Always be patient with yourself. And just remember that no one can stop you from being that nigga except for you. And with that being said, my name is Chuka. My name is Ezekiel. And this is The Off Space, baby. Yes, sir.